Go ahead, Ray. You! You worthless piece of slime! You ignorant, disgusting clown! Nothing but an unstable short chain molecule! It's the stuff. It's like pure concentrated evil. It's all flowing right to this spot. Material devolution has begun. Welcome back to the Material Devolution Podcast. It's your hosts, Devin Ebert and Matt Walter. How are you doing today, Matt? I'm doing great, Devin. How are you doing? It's good to be back. You know, I really enjoyed uh, the guest host episode with our friend Kev. He did an absolutely superb job. Really, really enjoyed the discussion. Big shout out to Kev back in Boulder, freezing his butt, butt off right now. He said it's been in single digits. Glad we are here in San Diego where it's in the mid-60s. So. It's not that. I ran in you know, shorts this morning. They don't don't make everyone hate you more than they already do, Matt. Right, okay. So uh, it's, it's good to be back. I feel like I'm back where I belong. Yeah, it would have been great to have done a, a three-person podcast and interviewed Kevin. And his, uh, We were almost having one just when we all, all met up. So uh, it'd be great to have him back and do one like that. But back where I belong, in my seat, ranting and raving like a maniac sometimes. So... Got a good, good topic. I feel like we've underperformed this year. We strove for 2016 to be bigger and better. It was weirder and wilder than expected in so many ways. You know, you couldn't anticipate these things in regards to personal, professional, political. You can go on and on. You know, we were way off on a lot of things. Way off. And and way on on a lot of others. But it just, uh, you know, it, it just goes to show you. Life happens. Well, you can't anticipate I blame shows. all the fake news out there for... Uh, <laughs> I get that. That threw you off, really Matt. It, it distracted you. So yeah. what we're, we're going to talk about is something that's becoming a, a growing trend, especially over the last few years. I mean, these things have happened on and on throughout time with false narratives being pushed and conspiracy theories, some with uh, you know hints of truth or even a lot of truth. But what we're seeing right now is an onslaught of fake news. And what I mean by fake news is news that is literally manufactured for the purpose of misleading. Typically to just gain impressions because that's monetary value. So, you know, it's like clickbait, essentially. Make some shit up. You know it's going to get clicks. Figure out a way to trend it. Get a bunch of people to pay attention. You make money. Maybe they believe crazy shit they read. Maybe they don't. So uh, what's been going on right now is... We're seeing millions of impressions and hundreds of thousands of clicks on stories such as uh, FBI agents suspected in Hillary email leaks found dead in apparent murder-suicide. Denzel Washington backs Trump in the most epic way possible. Breaking, Pope Francis just backed Trump. Released incredible statement. Why? Spread this everywhere. George Soros. I'm going to bring down the U.S. by funding black hate groups. Germany folds to Sharia law, approved child marriages. Oh, yeah. No liberals. Hillary did not win the popular vote. Stop with the petitions. Hmm. Doctor retreated Hillary's blood clots, found dead. Is it true? WikiLeaks reveals epic video. Bill Clinton having sex with Megyn Kelly? Good for Bill. Free Patriot Post. Way to go, Bill. So, I mean, uh... This is the type Megan's of stuff. Fox, this dude. is the type of stuff where, like, you can tell from the headline, it's like we're involved in celebrities, we're involved in you know sex scandals, we're involved in murder. You know, usually sex and murder are the two most clickbait things possible. You throw in a celebrity or political figure, you don't have to even care about politics. You're like, what? What the hell is this? I'm gonna click. Mm-hmm. Now, if you clicked, 
you already have a certain intelligence level. Now the person who clicks and believes, they're in an even stratosphere lower of an intelligence level. And apparently there's a lot of people who believe in this sort of shit because we recently saw in the news, I, I couldn't believe this sort of thing, Matt. Uh, I never heard of it until like a week ago, the word Pizzagate. Yeah, I, I never heard of it until like a week ago when that guy went into the mm -hmm. cosmic ping pong was the place, right? Do you know the story? You want to give us a little backing on the story? Well, so apparently there was a fake news article out there saying that uh, there were child a child sex ring was being operated in the back rooms of this pizza parlor in D.C. Well, it goes it, it, it goes even deeper than that, right? To Hillary Clinton and nothing. You know. So, I mean, the story in of itself is so insanely salacious. It's something that'd be printed in like the back pages of like Rumor magazine before the editor fired you for even somehow getting that into the presses. You know, like uh, it's just so asinine, insane. What happened? It, it's essentially the belief that there is a set of code words and satanic symbols that somehow point to a child sex ring along a retail strip in Washington right, D.C. Right. Yeah, where it ties them all together. They're, ties them all together. They use these symbols of some you can, sort. You can see yeah, in their menu. It, it's deep. You know, like it's not just this. Like oh, and it's like across the street, right? Yeah, there's it, one like two doors down. Exactly. It's not just that there's one. It's, it's not just there's one. Like we need to take the thing deeper. And and there's like a, a cooler of some sort. Right? It's, it's a conspiracy like within a conspiracy. The yeah, funny thing great. to me was uh, Pizzagate. When I heard about it, I was like, "What is this?" I searched around on the internet for it. And what I found was it was a story that had been trended on Reddit and, okay. and 4chan, which are these little forums and uh, trolling grounds, let's call them. I've never even been on Reddit. You know, it's I, I, call, I call it like the, uh, the public wall of the internet. Uh-huh. You can get tons of good stuff there. You can get real... They do Ask Me Anythings. That's yes. the normally thing I look at. It's celebrities will do an Ask Me Anything on Reddit. Okay. And they'll go on for a couple hours and people will post whatever questions and they can delete or decide which ones they want to answer. And you might learn something about somebody you're interested in right. or something like that. Okay. That's where I first heard about them. But they have discussions and threads about everything. Millions of people use it. But they're known because this is the internet for having tons of horrifying subreddits. Ah, okay. You know, like yeah. everything from well, the, the, the guy the guy Ken Bone. It's a reflection of the, humanity. The guy, right? the guy Ken Bone at the debate. Uh -huh. So he got famous and he says, I'm going to do and ask me anything. But he's not intelligent enough to create a new username. So he has his old username, which means you can search all his posts. So, you know, he has posts where, you know, he does everything from comment on uh, the fattening uh, comments on uh, Jennifer's butthole. He enjoyed it. Hmm. To uh, his love for uh, pregnancy porn in the subreddit. Wow. Beautiful human whales, he called them. Well. So th this is the type of. I don't of, know if I can disagree with that. These are also the type of. <laughs> hey, hey, we're not going to talk tastes on this show, Matt. Okay, I'm not here to be a. No, I'm not here not, to be judge, jury, and execution. I'm, I'm not here to be judge, jury, and no executioner. Idea. Yeah, fifty percent truth and all jokes, ladies and gentlemen. Fifty percent truth and all jokes. Yeah. Well, to move on to the more important point, though. Yeah. Uh, fake news. Cosmic. This is the type. This, cosmic ping pong. This is the type of thing that's discussed on Reddit. Also, you can see that we're not also dealing with like the best and the brightest. You're dealing with everyone on the internet, and the internet has a tendency. You call them deplorable, Devin. You could call them a lot of things. That's. If you called them that, I wouldn't debate you. That those subsections. You know, I'm just but I'm not talking about 
even the people who are into that sort of thing. There's sections for like Nazis. There's sections for like all this stuff. They had to like ban certain sections that got so offensive. It was like supposed to be on free speech, but it got stuff where like people are getting doxxed, their stuff's getting released. Like nice. the speech so hateful that it's almost violent. It's like, you know, there's borderline. We want hey free, man, we, this goes back to what I was saying. We want free internet, speech, man. but do we want like and, to say kill somebody? Like at what point you can say, I, I hope they all get murdered. Well, saying I hope they all get murdered and saying, I'm gonna kill them. Now we're kind of like moving, moving the line in the gray area there. Yeah. So Pizzagate was born on these forums, essentially. It was people who somehow thought this would be uh, a funny story. They found something in the WikiLeaks emails, I believe, about them doing a political fundraiser there for Hillary. Guess what? They do fundraisers everywhere and for both parties, conservatives mm -hmm. and Democrats. And somehow somebody decided, hey, this would be fun to make up this crazy, crazy story and just get people to run with it. And what was amazing to me was back in the day, first off, this never could happen because of the internet, but the internet existed 10, 15 years ago. I remember growing up on it. I mean, it didn't have as much influence, but it was still pretty big turn of the millennium. This sort of story would never have gone mainstream. The mainstream didn't even feel the need to comment on it because it was so beneath it. Like, if crazy people want to make up stories, we ain't gonna stop them. But it's not newsworthy that people believe crazy shit. You know, people. A lot of people believe the moon landing was fake. A lot, a lot of people believe that the bearded man that looks like the grandfather is gonna, you know, welcome him in, into infinity when they die. There's a lot of beliefs out there that I disagree with, and uh, <laughs> this is the sort of thing where it's like we should just throw it in the trash. You know, if they want to talk about it, let's talk about it. But they're forced to talk about it, and well, by talking about it, it becomes a story. Yeah. It becomes it becomes not even a story, but it becomes part of the ethos. You know what I mean? It becomes part of the, the the discussion in a way where now we're talking about it on this show. Yeah, man, but that that touches on something that's like even even deeper, more deeply troubling about this whole fake news um, situation is is that there used to be, like you said, something so outlandish that was statement like uh, I don't believe in the moon landing, right? And then it's refuted with citing credible, like accepted evidence that it, it, it's been it was debunked. Right. And they've been able to do this now, though, there there's no such thing as credible sources. Like People don't believe this. is This is one of the, the byproducts of this right now. People aren't believing anything. They can. There, there's no such things as facts anymore. Right. Well, here's the thing. They always let you fall back on your statement and to clarify. So Donald Trump can say grab her by the pussy and then you can figure out a way to put it in context later. Because you're always given that time to put it in context. You know what I mean? Well, I'm just saying that, like, you know, the whole idea is is that what this 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 false news, this fake news, is 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 the byproducts of it are, are worse than than just the story itself, right? So this guy took it upon himself to go investigate this. A round goes off inside this pizza. The, the guy went there with an AR-15. You know, incredible stuff, yeah. right? So a, how does... A place where they hold kids like birthday parties and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and so then you're talking about the problem is is that you're... Being deceived doesn't just mean believing what's false. It's also belie not believing what's true. I see what you mean. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so... That being said, is that that's the, the the worst problem about this thing, 
is that there, there, there is no, now where, where is the truth lie? You know, moving forward from here. Now, like you were saying that CNN twists and turns, you know, some things, some narratives. It's to, a sliding to, scale. You know, some, right? some facts to make sit their narratives or whatever, right? What let us get to this point, in my opinion, was letting people do, like I said, I, the Donald Trump comment, that's like more emblematic of how the media handles these situations. You let somebody say something offensive and then later, oh, they meant this by it. So, for example, in this story about Pizzagate, one, the thing that really set it up, Alex Jones on Infowars, he posted a video and said, when I think about all the children Hillary Clinton has personally murdered and chopped up and raped, I have zero fear standing up against her. Yeah, you heard me right. Hillary Clinton has personally murdered children. I just can't hold back the truth anymore. Jones eventually tied his comments about Clinton to U.S. policy in Syria. Wow. But personally murdered, chopped up, and raped. No, I meant Syria. You know, right. the, the Syria policy. There's a lot of murders and rapes. You know, it's, just, it's like she just did it. That's what I meant. Yeah. Thanks for putting that in context, Alex. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's a whole different layer. I mean, there, there you go again. So we're talking about how do you define, what do, we, what do you actually define as fake news? Because this is as fake of news as the Pizzagate story or some of these other outlandish... Um, weapons of mass destruction in thing, Iraq. Things that you see, right? Or well, weapon, but weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. Right, but like... That was like state-manufactured fake news for a different purpose. This has been going on for a long time. It's just the purpose has changed. The purpose now is money. The people making the fake news, I saw this thing on, uh, it was Full Frontal, Samantha B, and they they interviewed this uh, this guy named Justin Kohler, the owner of Disinfo Media, a company that runs several fake web news sites. So he uh, refers to himself as, or he's referred to as the godfather of the fake news industry. So what is his but, motive but, behind so, doing this stuff? What is I'll, I'll give you some synopsis. So this is from a Rolling Stone article. I'm going to highlight some info about our friend Mr. Kohler, the godfather of the fake news industry. So he describes himself as a diehard liberal. He says he voted for Clinton. But the majority of his stories are essentially smear attacks designed to smoke the right wing because those are the people. Well, they're emotionally driven. They're, you know, the left wing is incredibly emotionally driven too, but these are the type of people who are emotionally driven by a certain type of story in yeah, a different way than more charged on the they aren't social justice they're, 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 they're more adversarial look let's the, put it that way the, right? the, they, they like the us and them the whole point the finger at these the crazy left is like is well, like is like i agree the crazy left yeah. would be the social justice warriors yeah, right right exactly so this is the crazy right it's the response to that this right? is the response to the crazy left this yeah. is what the alt-right is right that, when everyone hates social justice wars and this is what we should have seen coming and we talked about social justice all well, year it's, it's the pendulum swings both ways right but, but that was the backlash social justice got pushed so hard yeah and whether or not it's right or wrong it got pushed so hard to a degree where this is the backlash was the alt-right. And right. the alt-right is the reason we have Donald Trump. Yeah. That's a fact. So let me tell you a bit more about Mr. Kohler because it is interesting. So like I said, even though he's a diehard liberal who voted for Clinton, he runs all these stories that basically smear Clinton and other you know, Democrats and, and liberals, stuff like that. So uh, as he told Full Frontal, he said, any sort of a gun-grabbing story, pro-abortion, anti-Obama, anti-Hillary, anti-Mexican, or immigrant, that's the kind of red wing meat. So <laughs> that's our red meat. That's what we serve up. So here's what he said. Here was his defense, and this is where now we go down the rabbit hole of like, is he justifying this to himself or to us to himself? 
So he defended his website, suggesting they were born out of an impulse to confuse and disgrace the alt-right. In 2012-2013, I became very interested in the alt-right, he explained. Ultimately, we were trying to infiltrate these groups and see if they would fall for the stories we were, you know, writing in order to then publicly discredit them. He did not mention that he also profits from spreading lies, of course. But here's what they don't mention, right? The more, the, the more readers take the bait, the more money he makes from the advertising. Right. So yeah. if he was doing it to infiltrate and defraud them, is he donating all this money to charity? Is he putting it to an anti-alt-right movement? Like, uh, and how could you hurt somebody by helping them? Like, I'm going to help them. It's literally like, I'm going to, you know, I can't even put it into a metaphor right now. It's so confusing to me. Well, that's what I'm saying is that he, he, the problem, the problem, the problem is, is that you can't discredit these people. It's been tried. It's been tried. Hillary did it with the deplorable thing. They grabbed on that, uh, that, that moniker and, and, and ran with it, right? That label. And we're like, yep. We're deplorable, and then and then um, you know Trump's up there saying that you know Mexicans are rapists and murderers, and that uh, they're going to build the wall, and Mexico's going to pay for it, and you know these people don't know shit in Congress, and uh, the generals don't know shit, and uh, everybody's cheering and cheering and cheering. It just goes on and on and on. It's a fire that burns and burns and burns. And these these stories, when they whip them up, they they whip these people into a frenzy, and these these they 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 they. they blow these things out of proportion like the whole sharia law thing how many times have you heard people yeah. you know erroneously claim that sharia law is coming to like these sanctuary cities in america and it's already started and oh my god and these fake stories and that's the problem right is that we're not talking that necessary about lies we're talking about deception we're talking about the fact that these stories are meant to deceive and they're meant to um, even if somebody reads it and, and they first get fired up about it and then they learn about the fact that it was false, they go ahead and it's in their consciousness, right? It's stuck there. It's still there. Or hey, that, that, and there's a sense of it. They're like, well, maybe maybe part of it's true because only maybe only part of the things I read are true. Or then right? they start seeing it all the time, like you said. It keeps keep pounding you over the head. Well, if they keep talking about it, there has to be something to it. That's most people's inclination. Right. About a scandal. Right. The email exactly. thing with Hillary Clinton was literally like, we who knows how big a scandal it actually was because we really don't know what are in her emails right. because she's an idiot. It could have been bad. It could have been terrible. It could have been nothing. We don't know at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. But that was a narrative they were able to push, and the longer it was a scandal, the right. more people believed there was truth to it, right. right? Your fire analogy is perfect, and it helps me get my metaphor that I was so stuck on. It's literally like this guy started a fire trying to burn down a house, and then he's like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to put out the fire. Right. Like, you started a fire. Who cares if you're going to put it out afterwards to prove a point? about you know the building safety code this was a dangerous building so i'm gonna light it on fire and then put it out right. what if the building burns down and everybody dies right like that's if he's even trying to help really we know he's lying we know he's full of shit yeah he's he, trying to make money he's, he's making money that's natural this is america i yeah. get it so the crazy part is though this mentality means now he has to like justify it so he denied that there's any type of real world consequences to this so they asked him in the article about uh Angry online commenters making threats to take violent action after reading that Sharia law story, sitting Michigan first to fully implement Sharia law. He said, I don't believe that story in particular stirred up Islamophobia. Maintained that his goal is to educate consumers of content on how to identify these fake versus real. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. Right. 
But see, that's what I'm saying. And then people gravitate towards these things. They grab onto them and then they spin them around the internet because it's so easy to move this news right now, right? So what fake news has always been around. Things have always, people have always used um, wordplay and um, other means to curb language, to meet their narrative or to deceive people. Clickbait's existed since newspapers. Right, but the problem is now is that it's so, you can just at the speed of light just share this, right? And exponentially share it and get it out there. And before you know it, it's already caught, you know, it's already caught the prior. The the problem is basically the educational intelligence level of most people out there because you're never going to be able to stop fake news. Like you said, it's already been always been around. As long as there's been news of any kind, even if it was like a dude yelling out the news in the town, mm-hmm. there's been some fake shit in there. Yeah. You just can't control it. And it's always going to be there for different purposes, political, economic. Usually it's to make money or control the narrative. Oh, Somebody's definitely. trying to do that, right, politically mm-hmm. or whatever. So it's gotten to the point where the Pope even commented on this. I wanted to point this out. This, this is hysterical. The Pope's just like taking shots at people now. So... In a Belgian publication, he reportedly compared news outlets that grab for a juicy story, even when it's untrue, to those who participate in coprophilia. That usually means an obsessive interest, uh, usually in sexual nature, of shit. His quote, I think the media have to be very clear, very transparent, and not fall into, no offense intended, the sickness of coprophilia. That is, always wanting to cover scandals. Covering nasty things. Mm-hmm. And he's spot on. But that sells, right? But, but like, they want it. There's another thing to like, if there is a scandal, we're going to cover it. It's another thing to like, we want to cover scandals so bad and, and make money so and bad, again, we're going to manufacture them. Again, again, even, even with the news these days, when you watch the news, all you get is opinion and debate. You don't ever really get facts. And I think that that is a way to also deceive and to leave people believing, you know, in a state of a little bit of confusion, right? Because you didn't really deliver anything of substance, any factual information to anyone. You debated with three or four different people, a panel talking of, heads, of yeah. talking heads of information, and you never really stated the facts of any given situation so they they take part in the same game it's like a shell game right that you know they play with the you know with the, the penny or whatever yep. and you play the shells and and you sit there and you go okay well where's the facts in that because we just had six people give their opinions of this so-called news story right yeah i mean it, it's a structural problem because the way news is disseminated, it's going to come through so many filters and so many layers of bias. Like, how many outlets are there? When everybody reads a story, they're not usually thinking about anything outside of what they're reading, except whether or not it seems like a legitimate publication. And I mean, even that has some gray area to it. You can go fucking so deep on every one of these stories. Who wrote the story? When did they write it? When did it come out? What do they usually write about? What's their like publication usually write about or, or is about? Who owns them? Who owns that company? Who's their editor? What political slant does their editor have? Is there anything going on economically or politically with that company at that time? Now cross contrast that with other stories by other companies covering it in a different way. Right. Most people are just like, I'm going to read that story once. They don't want to go that deep on it. So if you don't take some stories with a grain of salt, 
You're just going to start believing everything you read is well, true. Here, and this leads me to another thing and, and what you were just talking about, right? So you're talking about filters, right? And, the, and, and this content getting pushed through these filters and then delivered to you. And so then it leads to who's responsible for these fake news. You know, we have a congresswoman that says the ISPs are, uh, should be responsible um, to take down the fake news. Um, but do we really want something like that, right? Because does, is that going to suppress <clears throat> these alternative news sites that are, you know, trying to get the word out of suppressed or undercovered um, stories that are important? And so basically what I'm saying is, is that, is it going to turn into something where um, any viewpoints that are in conflict with the establishment gets suppressed and discarded as fake news? It could be the exact opposite. It could be that like anything that's suspected gets turned into a scandal that's unstoppable, whether or not it is. That seems to what to be the trend is. We've only seen this in the last six, seven years. So obviously the trend's been more against. But I'm saying if they the start to the right. if they start to put on filters to, to to try to tamp this down to try to catch this like right? Facebook is talking about right these filters right so we're not talking about a porn filter we're not talking to not talking about a filter to pre uh, prevent abuse we're not talking about you know a filter that is um, you know to display the news you like to see first we're talking about a more pervasive filter hey, than that right the, the media is terrible at doing their job what what news organization broke a story of importance. In the last five years, I know about one guy who did named Edward Snowden. I don't know about any big news stories getting broken by Washington Post, right? New York Times. They're not changing the game about what's going on when we all know is going on. Yeah, the but mostly, so most of these stories like are coming from these alternative news sites, the ones that are important, right? The, like the Dakota Access Pipeline um, story. You know, Amy Goodman was there. You know, filming saw the dogs being unleashed on the yep. people. You know, it's and, and fringe. So your fear like ultimately that. is that like if there's a situation like protest the Dakota Access Pipeline and people try to make a big deal out of it, it'll get squashed as fake. Yeah, if it's coming from the not from these mainstream media news sites, right? It's just well, another way. It, it's another way I, to I don't curb think, I, I don't information think, I, being delivered to you. And so I'm saying that if they cast a net to catch fake news and what's for example, you know, Facebook on their um, their filter to catch child pornography um, caught that uh, that um, napalm girl, uh, Vietnamese, uh, the Vietnam, you know, the famous picture of the girl to get on fire with napalm naked running down the street. Yeah, they caught that. Yeah, right. That was a mistake. But hey, we can't stop ultimately the fake news from being created. Or the little people who love to be in their echo chambers. But what I'm the, saying you know, is, is that by computers and, and, and algorithms, we can catch this stuff. But is that even a good idea? Or should we still allow the human uh, intellect to, de to determine them to, them, by them to themselves what is fake and what is real? Well, here's my point. I mean, it is about filters, like you said, but it's about implementing them at certain levels. So we can't stop the fake news from getting created. People are going to do it. They always have. And there's always going to be these echo chambers of people who just love to live in the bubbles and hear the same things on every side of the spectrum. I don't think they're the majority. The problem is when these little bubbles get picked up by the mainstream. That was ultimately the filter was the mainstream would say, we aren't picking up bullshit. If it's like clickbait bullshit that belongs in Rumor Magazine, put it in Rumor Magazine. 
It's not good. We don't. Have, we're not going to talk about it. But isn't it like the boy that cried wolf? Like there's so much bullshit out there now that it's really hard to determine what is bullshit and what's not. See, that's what I'm saying. So some of the fake news is completely audacious, where you're just like, whatever. There's no way that that happened, right? And then there's other fake news that's out there where you're kind of like, it is just to deceive, right? And so in a world without facts, how do we have a baseline or a foundation for debate? You know what I'm saying? See, that's where I see this going. And this is where it's already I already see it because I kind of my only source of social media is, is Twitter. And uh, <laughs> I kind of just watch this uh, happen. And you, you, CNN will put a story you, you, out. You don't, you don't tweet? I do. I do tweet every now and then. I do. Um, you can check it out. MDub79. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I gotta be honest, don't spend much time on Twitter. But anyway, so I see this, right? So CNN will put a story out, and like the first three responses are fake news, fake news, fake news. So what I'm saying is, is that it's already started. We're already starting to see that anything that is what you don't agree with now is fake news, right? You see what I'm saying? So I do. That's but what that's what's starting to happen. That's the dynamic that is starting to unfold. Um, because of these fake news articles. Now, anything that's, that's, and that's what I'm worried about, anything anti-establishment or uh, anything that is, you know, the, the other side uh, doesn't like is now considered fake news um, to some extent and is trying to be discredited or they're trying to discredit it because of that, you know. And that's where you're saying there's a nuance, right? Because now it's like, is it fake news because you kind of twisted it to fit your paradigm? Or is it fake news because you're telling a blatant lie? It's what the media feels comfortable with and is allowed to get away with. And that's why the filter has to be set well, there, at, there at you the mainstream go, media right? level. So, I, just, I just think 20 years ago, would Bill Clinton have been elected in this current environment? No. With all the background scandals that he really had, real scandals, he would have been destroyed. The, mur the murder accusations, the sexual accusations, he would have been absolutely annihilated destroyed because and that's funny thing is a lot of those scandals had truth to them way more truth than all the fake news we're hearing nowadays mm -hmm. but the media felt like listen if we don't have legitimate sources and credibility and we're not willing to stake our reputations on this we don't feel the need to talk about it because people are always going to talk about crazy stuff you know people talk about the moon landing being fake still tens of millions of people believe it yeah, but that's what I'm saying, man. So, like, mainstream media now is like a soap opera in itself. And, I mean, and they that's still, what I mean. That there is no, no, you don't get facts. Like, you, the, 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 the average uh, the American citizen yeah. does not know up from down, right from wrong, left from right when it comes to what the hell's going on in the world and what's going on in their own country because there is no foundation. There is no, there's no, in, anymore because of, and I don't know if it's fake news or I don't know if it's these skewed narratives that has that has created this whole world of of deceit you see what I'm saying I do I do I mean there's confusion okay. right so everybody's kind of confused they're like I don't know what to believe so it also makes it a lot more likely that these fake news stories are are brought up because everything's sensationalized people want to believe them too man and they're but... all everything's sensationalized right your news is sensationalized that's what you got that's what you were talking about right that's what sells right that's what gets ratings I mean Pizzagate we're literally letting a bunch of fat neckbeards who don't go outside and live in their mother's basements, like 5,000 of them on an internet forum, stoke up enough hatred and bullshit 
to get us all talking about it and gunmen going across the country to investigate, shooting open doors, looking for hidden piles of kitty porn. How come they haven't called that guy a terrorist? Because that's a politically politically motivated act of violence, right? Uh, it's politically motivated. I wouldn't call him a terrorist because he didn't go there with the intent to oh, cause terror. No, that that's incidental. If you if we want to talk about intent, we got to say he's not a terrorist. He might be a deranged lunatic maniac, but his intent wasn't to kill a bunch of people. His intent wasn't to make a political statement. His intent, legitimately, from this guy was, I was going to go there and, and investigate this and free a bunch of you know raped kids. He was like dog the bounty hunter. Exactly. He believed it. This is a guy who like he pushed the narrative enough, and he was disturbed in the right way, where it's like put two and two together. I need something to care about. I care about this. My life doesn't mean anything another way. I can make a difference. I'm going to be a big deal. People are going to talk about me. Well, even I think it was this morning, um, I saw a glimpse of it, that apparently a CNN uh, anchor uh, actually um, was delivering false news about Fox News having a, uh, uh, their Christmas party in a Trump uh, tower or a Trump hotel uh, somewhere. So, I mean, this is you know kind of what you're saying, right, is that it, the – the mainstream media even pushes some of these some of these things, uh, you know, some of these fake uh, fake stories. They can, and even when they're not trying to do it, like you said, they feel like, well, we have to respond. Right. I mean, do they? It's so a, you it think depends. That responding to it gives it, that's the credibility that it shouldn't get. It depends in, the, in like the way it's responded to and the time it's responded to. Mm-hmm. You know, like it, when it's like becoming obscene. I mean, it, for example. There was an anti-Hillary story about the uh, FBI agent suspected in Hillary email leaks found dead in apparent murder right. suicide. Yeah, the hit. You know, well, well, of course that implies certain things. So it was from the Fox Denver Guardian. And it was so egregious that the Denver Post felt it had to run its own article denying any connection to fake news whatsoever. <clears throat> so in like that situation, like they're like... It wasn't us, but it was in a way where, like, we want to let people know you need to be, like, looking for, like, who your news source is, who who the writer is, like, like what have they written about before, what's their intention, what's their bias, because that's the things you have to care about. You can't just read the news and assume everything's correct. You need to know, hey, if it's from the Huffington Post, there's probably a left-wing slant. Yeah. Arianne Huffington was getting paid and created the schism. It's essentially an aggregate content now. It's a content aggregator, mm-hmm. you know? Breitbart and Fox News. We know who owns these businesses and runs these businesses exactly. and caters to a certain business. These are so obvious to people that, like, even if you are conservative or a liberal, you should know when you read that you're getting spoon-fed what they want you to think. Right. You're not really thinking anything on your own. So they, that's they, what think, I'm thinking right? on your own is like you and me having this discussion, mm-hmm. and then afterwards, maybe when you're going for a run or meditating, you have some thoughts that go through your brain, and you kick around some ideas, and you talk to some people, and you analyze it. Maybe you come away with a new perspective. Maybe you don't. But you thought about it. You didn't just be given it. You don't. You don't repeat somebody else's talking points. Well, here's the other. Here's the other thing, though. Is that that's exactly what I'm saying. Doesn't isn't there some kind of standard that we should hold standard of accountability that we should hold these news, you know, we can't news institutions too to deliver something that is a little bit less slanted, like you just mentioned. Or Facebook, who was complicit in the advertising bias of it. You know, they're essentially created. The platform that allowed that to occur because they profited off of it. They're just trying to get clicks. More people use it and click, the more money they make. But should it be Facebook's job to stop that fake news? No, not necessarily. See, that's what I'm saying. That's the the slippery slope. I, I don't think there's a solution for it because the crux of the issue, like the crux of many issues, is that 
the foundation of any capitalistic enterprise is money above everything. Journalism back in the day, it was considered the loss leader. All these big media companies, their news department always lost money. It wasn't supposed to make money. There's no money to make in telling people what's happening. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's not supposed to be fat. You, if something terrible happens, then people would pay attention. Hey, we could make some money when something terrible happens. They notice the trend. The more they cover terrible stuff, offensive stuff, angry stuff, hateful stuff, outrageous stuff, the more people paid attention. They weren't really telling you facts or giving you anything important information about your life. They were just doing what the business was telling them because things had changed. It no longer was telling people the news important. As capitalism pushed us to monopolize, media companies basically all merged together. You know, there's very few nowadays. The narrative of that changed. Now it's we're trying to make money in every area as much as possible. This is the best way to do it. That's what capitalism is telling us. Money above everything. Ethics, morality, you know, malintent. These things all come secondary. Right, but I think it, it really does come down to the individual, right? And, and their responsibility to know where their news is coming from and understand that there are fake news organizations out there and before they go ahead and you know, share something with somebody else uh, to, uh, to do a little bit of research on their own. And if it seems completely outlandish, it probably is. I think uh, you're right. The only solution to saving ourselves through living in a world of capitalism is education. Like capitalism is a great system. I believe in having some socialistic blends with it to make it function properly. But the only way it really works is if everyone educates themselves. Because we're never going to be able to stop fake news. And because of how capitalism has changed that industry, we're never going to be able to stop the profit narrative. But if we're all educated and aware of it, then less of us are paying attention to it and less of us are getting caught in this trap and this circle. And there's less bubbles. And when people talk about crazy stuff on Reddit, we don't have to talk about it either. It's just over there and it's always going on and we'll, we'll leave them be to their little basements. So how do you get people to, how do you get people though away from that pointing the finger of fake news everywhere, right? How do you, how do you get people to, you know, from, if it's a, I know what a, you mean. a left leaning slant from CNN, you got the Fox news folks that are like fake news, right? And then you got the right wing, uh, the left wing guys that watch Fox news and they're Breitbart and they're like fake news, right? And it's not maybe not fake news in its entirety, but it's like again, it's a little bit slanted. And you know, how do you how do you make that again? Because we need a baseline for debate, right? The problem is and that if, if, if there are no facts, if it's facts are a moving target, you can never drill down to the core of the issue because it's always it's always a slippery little. It's going to be tough, like you said. It's about personal education, and it's tough. I've got. I've got a friend who I consider very intelligent, but the one thing I think he's guilty of, and he'll refuse to admit it, we're all guilty of perception bias in that some of us are incapable of admitting that our belief, uh, our, our predetermined belief will then determine our rationality in believing something. So he's a 9-11 truther, smart guy, but he's a 9-11 truther. Where there's smoke, there's fire. That's you know thinking on things. And when I was talking to him about it, his presumption was literally that he had more faith and belief in documentary loose change that he saw than you know like the hundred and ten page Popular Mechanics uh, article that tried to like basically debunk it and say like yeah these buildings did actually fall for all these reasons written by a team of scientists who have dozens of years of backing. You could interview them about it. You could go meet them and talk to them about it. You could like, actually analyze the physics they put into their thing. 
he believes more the video of some you know internet dude made in his in his house with this conspiracy theory. Now, one could be true and one could be the other, but look at this. He was so biased in his belief that he already wanted to believe it was true. He wasn't willing to weigh the rationality of information coming from people who don't like it and have a theory versus professionals who are putting their basically careers online trying to analyze this and tell you about it or their fronts for the conspiracy also, mm-hmm. right? You can always go down that rabbit hole. Once you're in that mindset, anything that comes against it, if it disproves it, oh, they're, pay- they're either paid off or it's bullshit. So why should I even pay attention to it? Your mind's already corrupted in a way well, yeah. where you're incapable of analyzing things further. Because you could say, okay, popular mechanics, that's garbage. I'm going to read the other reports. So that's what and I'm then saying. I'm, and so then I'm going to talk to people on my own about it. You know, what do I know about the melting point of steel? Or, or, the, or the loosening, weakening so point of steel. So now you really, now really, you really it, got to the core of the of the problem of fake news. That's the core of the problem because it, it distorts the reality of the situation from some angle, right? It pulls something in some direction where now this, the the actual fact in the nugget of truth in that debate is now blurred. You can't find it. Yeah, it's a it's a thread that runs forever. Yeah, exactly. So now you, it, it becomes more of a social problem because we can't have a constructive conversation about an issue and actually solve problems because we can't really agree that the problem even exists or hey, what the problem actually is. Hey, it changes the narrative, you know? Last week they're talking about Pizzagate instead of the fact that, you know, that cop who shot the dude in the back seven times got a mistrial. Yeah, wow. Man. Yeah, that's such a shame. You know, there in Charleston. I mean, like, if the media was doing its job, that would be the number one story, and like the media and all the talking heads should be leading calls. Yeah, but they did for that public... already. No, they like if, if they were really doing it, it wouldn't be like we're just gonna sensationalize this. They'd be using it as the platform and letting people who want to make changes go on the news and say this is the calling time for our politicians to take action and change our political system entirely, completely revamp our, our, our system. We want a bill introduced every police officer body camera. Right. We, we want a new one. Civilian Review Board of Police Officers, more integrated. Community-based policing. Mm-hmm. I, we need all this. I, we're, we're, gonna, we're, not, we're not just demand, we're, we're demanding it. We're not asking anymore. Mm-hmm. And the media should be helping these people deliver this message so it becomes the narrative. Yeah, instead, instead, we'll talk about it for a minute. Eh, Pizza gets more interesting right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, Donald Trump tweeted something. Yeah, he's really good at that. He's very good at the art, art of deception. People, that, that's that, what his book should have been called. Here's the thing: you can only sell bullshit to somebody who wants to be sold bullshit. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's what you, that's exactly what you just said. Like Most, about your friend who went into listening to Loose Change, more believing that this was the case already. So that just reinforced his beliefs. It's very, very hard to change somebody's well, mind. Well, the only thing well, that changes listen, somebody's mind is themselves. If you're getting your news from Infowars and Prison Planet, and I like some articles on, on Prison Planet, even if you're getting all your news from these sources, you're getting your news from sources that have such an incredibly clear slant perspective. They're only feeding you stories from a certain angle and a certain perspective that pushes and their narrative. Are completely fake. I mean, like, that's just the truth. But, but their goal is to tell you about this particular thing in a particular way. And if you don't realize that, then you don't know necessarily if everything you're being told is true. So you always need to be doing double, triple research if you really want to take things that seriously. We all think we know things more than we do. When we just, well, that's, that's when, when we, when we just read things that other people have written that they may or not may not know. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. Or we all want to think we know things. We all really know very, very little. 
That, that, that's where I would leave us today. Well, what you know? you know is what you truly, truly know is what you've experienced firsthand. That's really the only truth that you know, right? I mean, that's... I remember I was talking to a girl one time about uh, football players. And uh, I think it was Johnny Manziel we were talking about. Oh, yeah? What's he doing? It, 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 was, it was back when he was going through his thing. And she was I like... you said you were talking about football players. John, he, he was he was playing at that time. He, he just got suspended for like drinking again, and uh, she's like, "Oh, you know why? Why is this a big deal? You know?" And we're like, "Oh, you know, he's like, uh, you know, public image of the team, this and that." She's like, "What do you mean? Like football players go out and get like wasted and they're drunk all the time? Like I see him at the club, this and that." And I was like, "Listen, that's some football players. Like, how many players did you see there? Do you see the whole team? There's 65 guys a team. Plus there's guys on their backup team and practice squad. Plus there's D league guys. Plus there's like everyone in the staff." Like guys who are just like their boys and stuff like that. So you saw like ten of the Chargers at a club. Yeah, there's always going to be young rich dudes who like to party. Some of them are family men. Outside of that, the other ones who aren't at the club, a lot of guys are just professionals. They live low key. But you know, like and the guys who are partying. Like, do you even know them? Have you met them and talked to them? It's like, all football players are partiers. They just, they just want to So he's just doing what like they all do, and I'm just like. Well, you know that's like that's the narrative that's the narrative being pushed uh -huh. you know well it's what you want to believe right i mean again it's like if you want to believe that um another example if you want to believe that the the the, the biggest drain on your tax dollars is welfare recipients and then everything that you go into when they talk about your tax dollars is going to be with that kind of bias if you think that your tax dollars are being wasted with building drones and killing you know innocent civilians across the globe you know then you're going to go into everything with your tax dollars with that if you think that it's the one percent needs to needs to pay more you're going to go in with that kind of slant if you're in with the uh you know that we need to build a wall you have that kind of slant like that's the whole thing so everything that's why this guy that we talked about today fed a certain narrative to a certain yeah, group of people it's all about narratives and i mean that's what I was even talking about with this football player thing because it's like the narrative pushed is that football players are party animals. There's this story, this football player is a party animal. Her, her reaction, oh, why is everyone surprised? Why, or not even why is everyone surprised, why is this a big deal? Like, this is what they do. Why, why this is this normal? Why is this a big deal for the team? And this guy's got like alcohol problems and stuff like that. He's like the face of the team. See, but that's, not sure exactly, with them. that's exactly one of the problems too is that you normalize, right? They normalize things. That's what you normalize with football players. That was her perception. Mm -hmm. And so with with um, in regards to this fake news, you get enough fake news about Mexicans and um, you know maybe if it's about uh, you know illegal immigrants killing people uh, in the United States or doing these other things or not paying their taxes or whatever it is, right? If you push that enough. That is the norm. You just made that the norm. If you made, uh, you know, um, and, and it's, that's with any story, truth or fiction. You know, it's on us ultimately. I, uh, let's get to the closing thoughts on this, Matt. So uh, close it up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna close it up in my thoughts and just say you were right. It, it's about education. It's about the individual because the machine isn't gonna stop doing what the machine does. It's gonna keep churning out. Bullshit, especially when there's profits to be made. It's gonna keep turning out bullshit. Keep making money. It's on each and every one of us to be diligent and you know, right? Be, being being aware of the biases that exist, the systems that exist, and the mechanisms that exist, so that we're not drawn into these traps where we're thinking things that aren't real because some nut job is getting paid for the clickbait.
Right. It's more important that we are the filter and our education uh, provides that filter than somebody else provides that filter for us. Because once we allow uh, censorship and those type of things to take hold uh, more and more and more, uh, we get more and more tunnel vision and we don't have any of those choices and we do lose more perspective, right? And so all we get is slant after slant after slant and we can't um, like you said, we just take things and we regurgitate talking points instead of actually critically thinking about the situation and thinking for our own uh, that, you know, we might or how we might be able to fix it or how we, we might be able to help, uh, you know, educate others about it. So, um, again, I, I, that's where I'm at. I do believe that uh, it's, it's, it's on us, right? Because it is. It's not going to stop. No, it's, it's only going to get worse. It is. It's only going to get worse. And I think that even our news is going to be more and more watered down and... Uh, yeah, that's about it. We're gonna and we're getting more and more of our information from these social media sites, Twitter, and these well, white, these little spoon fed. The technology made it that way because the technology made it metric based. You can see in real time everything, how much right. it's worth, how it's trending, right. how it's performing, what similar things are doing with it. I mean, the ability to metrically analyze it is what really, really changed it. So yeah, fake news is here to stay. It's on us to do what we got to do to survive. That's right. I will survive. I need a little change. There you go. Change it up. All right. We are out of here. It was another great uh, about 50 minutes hanging out with you guys. And peace and love as always. Yeah, it was fun, you guys. Much love.